today's the day. Clothes pressed, stunner shades secured. Rose petals in my pockets, filled to the brim. You know, I, I really feel like I should be a little more uh, up and go about it all, but uh, some, something's a, something doesn't feel right. Something's wrong. I, I keep finding myself distracted. I keep finding myself... I don't know. I, I just can't focus. I, I know that I need to, to to rub it in everyone's face that we that we won, that I'm the best. But I just I don't know. I don't know. Keep hearing hearing things, seeing something. Uh, you know, most people probably don't sleep all too good before a day like today. But I don't I don't think that's it. I don't sleep. That's not really my brand. I don't know. It almost feels like I'm being watched. You ever feel like you're being watched? You ever feel like something's just hovering over you? Or you think you see something out of the corner of your eye and you go to turn your head and nothing was there or it's gone or whatever? Or you think you hear your name? You ever think you hear your name in public and you look around and there's nobody calling you, no one looking at you? Uh, or some, some other noise? You ever think you hear a noise? And what could have possibly even made that noise? There's nothing around. I, I keep hearing it. What is it? I, okay. I've got something to do, got somewhere to be. Just gonna reel it on in. You can do this. Hey everybody and welcome to Super Quest Saga, the show where we here at the Dungeon Cast sit around the table and play some Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Will Stark and I shall be your secretive Dungeon Master for this evening. Joining me as always is... Josh Freeland, playing Sebastian Crenshaw, half-orc paladin. There's special guest Jake, playing Persephone Goldpetal, the Furbo Druid. And I'm Brian and today I'll be playing uh, human warlock Carter Huttenberg. Mm-hmm. And last we left off with you guys, you guys won the uh, Blood Gala tournament. Hell so you guys yes. Yes, we did. be the reigning champions. Goddamn champions. <laughs> Damn right. Victory dances. So real quick. Quick recap over the last few episodes. You guys came to a goblinoid republic territory known as Starworm City mm-hmm. in order to uh, come into contact with an information broker that Victoria knew of named Maladala. She is the runner of a prominent brothel here in Starworm City. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys asked her for some very, very difficult to acquire information, and mm-hmm. the price was way too steep. So rather than pay her the 200,000 credits that it would cost, you guys decided to represent her in the upcoming Blood Gala tournament um, in order to defeat her nemesis, Vanessa. Yes, we did that entirely on our terms. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we did. Right. Uh, you guys entered the tournament. You met Korak, Ironhide. He changed you guys up. Uh, and you guys did it. <laughs> Sorry. And you guys did it. And now you're champions. And so our scene opens up um, oh, with the three montage. of you on a parade float. Yeah. <laughs> Thunderstruck is playing. Sure, Thunderstruck is playing. <laughs> You're all standing on this 15 foot wide pillar that stands about 20 feet tall and is on top of a 30 feet tall, 30 foot tall um, parade float. So you guys are up wow. here. You're like 45 oh, feet shit. in the air. Ooh, hell yeah. um, this pillar stands next to two other pillars. Uh, each of these is shorter in height. And these two pillars have the runner up team standing on them. So on <laughs> the next highest one, you have the dual Janissaries. And on the next ha- higher one, you have the Boomhammer Brothers. The assumed oh, city's yeah. most powerful warriors gathered in one place. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, this no. is true. Um, on <laughs> the sides of each of these pillars are the symbols of each team member. So mm. for the Boomhammer Brothers, there's like a hammer and a bomb. 
And for the jewel Janissaries, there's three different colored gems for each jewel Janissary. What symbols are on your guys' giant pillar? Mm. Oh, me first? Yes, right. always. <laughs> you know how uh, it works around here, man. I thought maybe we'd change it up. I don't know. Um, going with uh, some orc tusk and a baseball bat. Okay. Some <laughs> yeah. so tusk and a baseball bat. That's pretty dope. Uh, I'll do uh, a staff, my staff. Uh, flanked by two wolves Ooh. summer later. I picture the side. wolves like howling. Up. Yes, a hundred percent. I like that. Yes. That's super dope. Uh, mine is a top hat with a rose in front of it. Uh-huh. The rose is like, and the top hat are kind of at a skewed angle, yeah, making yeah. like somewhat of an X. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, that just that's it. Very cool beans. Velvet black and brilliant red. <laughs> right. So all three of these symbols are kind of glowing on the side of your as this pillar. Mm-hmm. Um. The, your float that you guys are on is in a line of about 50 floats that are all part of this Blood Gala finale celebration. Oh, shit. Um, the float ahead of you guys is this 100-foot-long and 40-foot-tall replica of what experts think the star worm looked like when it was alive. And it's this enormous red and orange centipede monster with green segmented eyes, a thousand legs, and a hundred tentacles. The animatronics on it are both astounding and, quite frankly, unnerving. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, behind you guys, it's alive. I want to shoot it. <laughs> the float that's following you guys behind you guys is this fifty-foot-tall replica of the upper body and like bust of the founder of the Goblinoid Republic, mm-hmm. a hobgoblin warlord named Sunderved the Black. Oh, uh, this enormous hobgoblin statue is adorned with spiky black plate mail and has an enormous mm. flaming great sword. Ooh. The fire is authentic. Cool. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. So it's this really spectacular parade that you guys have become par- a part of. The streets are full to the brim of spectators, all ooing and aahing as the floats go past. Mm-hmm. Um, and every as you guys are, are passing, the, the crowd goes wild. You know, they're cheering for the champions. Can I, can I be hitting out some of those balls to everybody? Those little, little rubber sure, skulls? Sure, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're just hitting like, skulls. Clink, clink. Yeah. I'm throwing Hit rose, them out. Like, I'm throwing rose yeah, petals. And I I'm love make, it. I'm making sure big handfuls of them hit the uh, the opposing teams like, in the face <laughs> yeah, as they yeah. fall. They're just standing there rose. Like, yeah. <laughs> I hate you. I'm probably gonna, like, ch- like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the other two teams don't look too pleased. Obviously, they're the runner-ups, but they're you know they're still part of the celebration. Losers, <laughs> losers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they just have to stand there, and you're gloating. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. All in all, the parade ends up taking about two hours in whole, and it okay. passes down every major street in the city. And it start when it's coming to an end. It ends as it wraps around the Colosseum, the Viscera Pits. It's mm. at this point that your guys float breaks off from the rest of the line and it um, ventures toward the viscera pits and through this gateway and into the arena. Viscera. Delicious. (laughs) The Coliseum (laughs) is packed with screaming fans. um, Nice. And as the float makes its way to the center of the arena floor, at this point, all three of the pillars that you guys are on begin to descend and they become flush with the float and kind of make this stage that's at the center of the arena. Mm. Um, at this point, the crowd is cheering like wildly, and this goes on for about ten minutes before the ten minutes of cheering, of just cheering, just, just standing there, like, just you just just standing there yeah. basking in the. Whoa. I'm just sucking yeah. it in. I'm like, ah, yeah. do we have some sort of trophy? Um, not yet. Oh, this, we're this on is, our way. This, oh. Yeah, this is happening right now. Yeah, oh, this is your guys. They're cheering this long before we even have the thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. So the crowd simmers down, and that goblin announcer from the actual tournament comes floating down on his, like, floating podium. Why don't we give it up? Another round of applause for our Blood Gala champions! 
and the crowd goes crazy all over again. I got my uh, I got my dancing lights out. We're, all, we're both doing the running man. <laughs> this has to be the greatest, most spectacular tournament in Blood Gala history since yeah, Korak right. the Killer mm-hmm. suplex night had Granny Gruesome <laughs> while she had Girl Glurblub and Biter trapped in her nightmare vortex. Uh, classic. Oh, classic. Yes. <laughs> I watched that. Such a good, uh, such a good highlight. You guys totally yeah, did like Korak. Probably did. Yeah. You guys watch that a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, me and me and Percy went to the library and we That's watched right. that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot you guys did that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Fucking great. So the crowd cheers at that. Iconic. That's my favorite, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, without further ado, let's bring out the rings. And so at this point, three tournament officials approach the stage. They climb onto the stage, and each of them is holding um, a cushion bearing a black box. And one of these officials stands in front of each team. And simultaneously, they open the boxes, and inside are sets of bronze, silver, and gold rings. Gold for you guys, because you guys are the victims. Hell yeah. Yes. Each ring is individualized, and engraved on it is your team symbol. Ooh. Oh, so yeah. they're, ha- they're handed out to you. Yes. You guys take yes. them. You guys yes. put them on. Yes. 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 Right. So you guys have new, new... I hang mine from a chain. There we go. A I fancy like chain. There you go. I like that. That's super cool. That's pretty dope. Um... Let's hear it for the Boomhammer Brothers. And the goblins are like, ah! And the crowd goes, ah! I throw a fucking yeah. pile of roses on them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ruthless. Good job. Failures. <laughs> Let's hear it for the Jewel Janissaries. Hitting them, too. Yeah. Great chuckers. And let's hear it for our champions, Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> throw a bunch. I throw a handful in his face. A handful in her face. A handful in my phone's face. And in mine, too. And then whoever else is around. If those guys who gave us the rings are still here. Bop, bop. <laughs> real quick. Fuck, it was roses. It kind of hits like the wad of them. Just like hits you like real quick and then it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's hilarious. And for our champions, it is my honor and privilege to present the grand prize of 100,000. In credits. Yes. Yes. Uh, so is it a big check? Yes. <laughs> Another check? tournament official climbs up the stage with an enormous check <laughs> written out to the order of 100,000 credits and presents it to the three of you. Hell yeah. Yes. At this point, photographers are flashing and like you guys are you know, posing up. with this giant check. <laughs> okay, we need, we, need to, we need to do that. Here's a flash still. So anybody, you know, if you feel like drawing this, this would be cool, but... Uh, Big check, Percy yes. in the middle, tall as fuck, holding the check. Sebastian on one side with with the milk, <laughs> just like got milk all over him, like a race car driver. Mm-hmm. And I've got I've got like a the sh- I'm holding one side and have the champagne like just pops and like foaming <laughs> over, yeah. and then like flash shot. Yeah. Yep, there it is. Love it, yeah. and that's exactly what happens. That's the picture you all carry with you. Back home. Oh, also, we do we fade to black and white right right there. The oh, not quite yet. Not oh, quite yet. Oh, we oh. fade back in. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "You not." And now a word from our champions. And oh shit! The oh. goblin floats oh. down to his podium and he hands a mic to you guys. What do you guys do? Uh, I grab it. Okay. It's, Carter has the mic. He's the face. We. I mean, you probably didn't notice at first because of the, of the branding change, but I feel like we've been very successful at solidifying ourselves. As the artist formerly known as Strange Things, Stranger Things, give it up for us. Yeah, Stranger Things. Yeah, we're the best. I don't know. You guys got anything? Thank, thank you. Thanks for coming to our show. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most riveting speech I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Say say something, Bass. Say something. Um, um, we will not be outdone or outmuscled. Ever. (laughs) We are the best. (laughs) 
<laughs> us. We're okay. better at fighting. Know me forever is Carter Struttenberg, and I toss the mic back to whoever. And here the scene fades. <laughs> We're totally not wanted by the open up. Back. We, faded back. we faded back in from black to do like a really awkward. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, um, Madame Maladala has actually put together a decadent after party for you guys Ooh. at the luxury hotel, the Stella Torre. Um, the party happens uh, in an enormous penthouse suite with the finest of delicacies uh, and drinks available. It's also a veritable who's who of Star Wars City. So there's a lot of like important people there's all a really, partying. There's a really bassy version of Thunderstruck playing. Yeah, <laughs> like there we remix. go. There we go. Like a party <laughs> like dance a, version. Like flashing like lights going on. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Uh, Maladala seems to spend a lot of the time partying, entertaining a gaggle of men at her disposal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Korak mm-hmm. is there, and he's drinking with Glurblood and a small goblin named Biter. Um, female goblin. Uh, the goblin announcer is actually there, and he's drinking a <laughs> martini at the bar. Oh, cool. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah. uh, there are various entertainers, politicians, and athletes milling about the place. Victoria seems to be enjoying herself. Hmm. And uh, you guys, as you guys are partying here, it's actually been a while since you've seen Prim, but uh, what are you guys doing here? Is she at the party too, or she's supposed to be? But, but she's not here. Yeah. We see well, yet. well, first, let's start with yes, what are you guys yeah, doing sorry. at the party, and then we can tackle the where's prim question. Uh, I'm totally trying to get a selfie with Korak, Blurp, oh, Blurp, yeah, and absolutely. And like, oh my god, they're I'm such a big fan. Yeah, and they're <laughs> like, move. and they're fanning out over you guys. Oh, oh you guys man. are so cool. Oh, so it's crazy. easy. They yeah. want a yeah. selfie, yeah. so yeah. let's all get a selfie. Let's yeah. get a selfie. Full yeah, team basketball. Yeah. Double team selfie. Yes. I know you didn't watch like we did, but we yeah. know. <laughs> I have the replay right here. You just see Corey with looking at Haggy in his arms. He's just like, oh, I got this. This is the best. Watch it in slow mo now. Watch it. Oh, I can see the bones breaking. Oh god! Yeah, it's like glorious. right here, the, the shoulder really pops. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. oh man! Zoom in! You on guys that. are the best. Yeah, zoom in! Zoom in! Oh! Yes! Yeah! Oh, yeah! We're worthy of the secret handshake. I'll never now. wash it. <laughs> I'll never wash it. So yeah. Besides that, do you guys do anything else while you guys are here partying? Well, I was like like Percy. I think Sebastian would be hanging out with Korak, just mm-hmm. thanking him for all the training and mm-hmm. all the help, and just partying, partying and drinking with him. Man, it's like. Uh, yeah. This one's to you. Can we split up and each do our own? Like, little, yeah, like, can this be yours? And then yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. do our, our own individual things. Yeah, sure. that'd be yeah. Cool. Korak totally shares drinks and just talks cool. fighting with you. Yeah, shoot the shit. Yep. Um, I think I'll hang out. You know, of course, walk around, hang out with Victoria for a little bit. Yeah, go by the make my rounds. Go by the announcer. Oh, yeah, I'll go by the announcer. I'll go around to everybody. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> shots. <laughs> Take like, a shot with me. Come on, <laughs> shots. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now drink. I drink. <laughs> drink. That's hilarious. It's real good. It's real good. <laughs> you thought it was a persona. No, that's yeah. just who he is. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that happens. What, yeah. what about you two? Um, I'd probably be hanging out, meeting everybody, being a little social butterfly, cool beans, cool and beans. then probably hanging out with Vicky for most of the yeah. Life. Yeah, she's yeah. she's just having a good time. Yeah. You tell she's like trying to forget there were ever any problems. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm going to go find like the ritzy people here, like the cigar smokers. Oh, plenty of those. Yeah, and uh, I want to find like a game, like whatever futuristic, probably high class, sophisticated game of like pool or darts they have going on here. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like picture laser like darts or something. So, yeah, wait, what do you got? What do you got for me? Well, let's go with laser darts. I like laser darts. Laser darts dark. And I'm doing whatever it is. It's probably okay. Here's the thing. You hold. Mm-hmm. You mind? No, no, go yeah, it's all you, man. <laughs> you hold a dart, something that is like a dart mm. in your hand, mm-hmm. but you just like 
toss it and don't let it go and it shoots a laser out like that follows the trajectory of the darts and it's all laser animated that's uh, pretty cool pretty, I yeah. Like that. yeah and i'm doing it with my mage hand Ooh. oh nice yeah. yeah and i'm smoking a cigar while i'm doing yeah. it and i'm you, probably roll boss. a I, i'll accept performance or athletics Ooh. uh performance yeah. it is extra dope where's my character sheet here it is I'm, <laughs> it's I like, oh, we need one of those yeah <laughs> Uh, okay, that's a five, but Oof. performance, that makes it an eight. Okay, you're doing pretty good. You're getting a paltry claps at whenever you do a good I'm performance. definitely drunk, and it's yeah. definitely because I'm mage-handing, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, drink, I'm smoking a board, cigar, you know? and I have yeah. a drink in this hand. Yeah. Cigar, drink, mage-hand, dart, talking to somebody. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Cool, Sounds cool. great. Anything else? Uh, uh, where's Primina? Okay, well, we, we're going to get to that then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So as the party goes on, I think you guys start to come to the realization that you haven't seen Prim in a bit. Yeah. I don't know if that concerns you or not, though. But yeah, it I is something I, you guys yeah. probably have all noticed. That's probably why I was it, over by It does by concern Vicky. me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we all, yeah. like, break yeah. off around the same time and start, <laughs> like, wandering the party. Yeah. Where's, where's, uh, hey, where's Prim, Vicky? You've seen her? She's, at all? Vic, Vicky seems a bit drunk at this point. She's just like, no, actually, I haven't, I haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is all paranoid. Yeah, when she disappears, usually bad things are happening. We need to find her. We need to find her right now. So yeah. Victoria starts like looking for Prim. Can I? She's uh, not quite at the point where she's like Prim. Yeah, but you know, I'll, you can see the fear. I walk up to them at this point. I'm like, Hey, were you guys on Prim Watch? Was it, who was on Prim Watch? I yeah, lost track. Was it? Was it Sebastian? Did Sebastian uh, yeah. Where's Bass? <laughs> was it? Was it Watt? Sorry. Oh, Watt's not here because Watt's not allowed in the city. He's she came with us, right? <laughs> yeah, she was here, right? She was, she they was here. She was here. Right? No, no, it, she was here. Investigation the check to find Prim. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Investigation. Ooh, that's not good. That's intelligence Ooh. based. Oh, seventeen. Oh, nice. Uh, that would be a thirteen. Nice. I rolled two fives in a row. I got a nine. Ooh, sorry, my friend. <laughs> so everyone's kind of looking the uh, throughout like the majority of like the party areas, but Sebastian, you end up finding a door that goes to like a separate room and you go inside ah. and you realize like it's a bedroom and then beyond the bedroom there is like a balcony overseeing the city of Starworm City mm-hmm. um, and you see Prim and she seems to be kind of just like on the balcony looking at the city mm. I'll, walk, I'll walk up to her and just slowly approach her and say Prim is everything okay? You alright? Um, yeah, she's silent for a minute and then she Never says <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of worried I'm, I'm worried that we attracted too much attention and I'm worried that, like, I understand we came here because we needed to get the information. I understand that, you know, you guys are trying to help me, and I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. But, like, maybe we're being selfish. Like, what if we put countless people here in the city in, in eminent danger just from our presence? <laughs> look, look. <laughs> You're I, not I, here yet. Oh, I'm not? Oh, it's just <laughs> bad. Sorry. Yeah, I but we, you get, well, we can bring you guys in in a second. He at this point, Sebastian, like he has that light bulb go on in his head, like he just hasn't <laughs> like, realized oh, like <laughs> what they've been doing. He's like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Fuck, you're right, mm. Prim. I I understand where you're coming from. I know what you're saying, and you know what I I agree with you. We probably should make our exit here soon. Don't worry, we'll 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 take care of the situation. We'll we'll handle it. Everything will be okay. I promise you, we'll be okay." You guys can. You and guys he kind of puts come, his arm around her, kind okay, of like to yeah, comfort her. Absolutely, kind of like, it'll be yeah, okay. She appreciates the hug. So. Uh, you guys can wander in now um, as Prim's responding to Sebastian, and she says, "Oh, uh, looky, looky, what we have here! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what it looks like." No, um, <laughs> no, Prim's like, <laughs> no, Prim's like, you guys are really, you guys are really awesome. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I feel useless. You guys basically put yourselves in danger to gain information to help 
me, and I I just sat and watched. Like, sure. I want to do something. You're you're our family. We're going to do what we can for you. Maybe you're our rock. <laughs> <laughs> you super drunk, drunk artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Prim. I mean, you're a little bit more noticeable than than a giant All albino f- furbog. Than a giant albino furbog. <laughs> I mean, you you right, you right. Point. Uh, I don't know what to say. That <laughs> you are incredibly, you are incredibly large. What the hell? Wait a minute. Is this just new information right now? Big man. But you're the big man. I am. I definitely am. Have you been big that whole time? I have. Okay. This is since day. Are you just barely noticing? We've been together how long? I. We've Five been, months to be I'm, I'm a going little, on six. I'm, I'm just a little confused. Six months together I'm, I'm and just, you just... I'm just a little confused. You're lay off um, the sauce there, Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to roll insight if you wish. If not, <laughs> we can kind of leave it here. No, I want to take care of my baby girl. That's a 17. That's a 16. Oh, you guys are very insightful. Uh, <laughs> it's based off of wisdom. <laughs> so, yes. Sure. I got a 13. <laughs> okay. Well, 16 and 17 are really good, so I'm going to give it to you guys. Um, I think essentially it, it's pretty obvious here that Prim is feeling like she she wants to do more. and She wants to have more control over her own situation. Mm. And she appreciates and loves you guys, but like she feels like she's a burden and she's not um, contributing. Gotcha. And then on top of it, like all this and you guys are probably putting like a million people's lives in danger. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just it's 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 wearing on her and she just she's searching for an idea or inspiration of something she a goal she can like reach for to like become a better version of herself. Does that make sense? Mm. No, it does. No, it does. Yeah. Well, you figure because she doesn't have control over herself. Right. She, she has these forms that she pops right. into. Exactly. Like, it's like yeah. she has no control over She's things. got no control mm. over the forms. She's got no yeah. control over like the people who are after no, her, yeah. the time travel. Um, and then yeah. she's got a thing she wants to do, and she cannot do it without you guys because you guys are basically doing all the grunt work. Uh, yeah. they, they get that, not Carter, right? They got that, not Carter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're, mm-hmm. we're here to help you with, ev- with whatever you need, Prim. I mean, we'll get you... We'll get you to that spot where you can turn into a badass angel dragon fiend thing and just start whooping on these elves with us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, give me, it, give give me it. a persuasion check on that. Okay. I love that. Persuasion? Yeah. With my minus one? Hell yeah. That would be a 16. Wow. Oh, that's really good. I love my baby. She girl. laughs <laughs> because what you said is so ridiculous. <laughs> but she says, thank you, Percy. Maybe yeah. one day I can't control it. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't always control turning into various beasts and things. You should have seen the first time I turned into a snake. It was just, I didn't know what the hell I was. I didn't know what the hell I was. I got, Where are my arms? I got stuck into a tree. Like, I don't, like, I accidentally shifted back while I was in a tree. And wow. like, you, I'm a big, I'm a big girl. Like, Carter just realized. And I was just yeah, ass out of the yeah, tree. Enormous. And I just... You know, this conversation is really like you're real. You're hitting her where she lives. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing a good job. I got you. She feels better. Carter's yeah. not tuning in because he's just like staring at you. Yeah, he's like, yeah. You're so, so big. So big. <laughs> um, with that, Prim's ready to at least relax with the festivities, yeah. and we can wrap up the party. Sure. Unless there's something you guys want to do while you're still here. Um, I mean, she's right. We just 
televised ourselves to fucking the whole universe. So. I want to see if they have Wait, good. Is she character? is right. I want to yeah. see if they have good quality ice cream there that she can actually try ice cream for the first time. Most definitely. All right. So I want, she's I want not going to like it, man. Look, right. I didn't take off my costume the entire time we've been here. All right. No one knows who I am. I am. Um, yeah, sure. You, you, there's a there's a selection of premium ice creams at the what? at the dessert bar. Hey, Prim, I promise you ice cream. You want to get some good shit right now? Let's go get some ice cream. See if you like it. Okay, I'm gonna roll <laughs> randomly just to oh, see what the quality of this ice come cream on, is. Ice cream. Would I know if there are other? What flavor is it, by the way? What did you say? Oh, chorus, chorusless. Uh, for wireless, wireless yeah. for bulks. Say it again. What are you asking about? Like, would I know that there's if there are other choirless furbogs in the universe, yes, through my there are researching and um, everything like that. Not here because goblin yeah. territory. So the goblins um, are f- very tolerant of most species, yeah. with the exception of el- elves, fur- furbogs, gnomes, oh, and dwarves. So does anybody know? I'm like, have, have I met any sort of? It's not. They're not uh, at, like for for example, like you're not catching any hate. Yeah, but there are certainly no furbogs. Xenophobic that live here. ass. Yeah. Okay, and interesting. Gnomes and dwarves. Specifically, are outright banned from being coming into the city. Yeah. Okay. I was but, just curious, um, like maybe if there was another Furbolg yeah. <laughs> on the TV doing this shit. No, I'm sure there are lots no. of people that are super. And you're albino, so there's, that's mm-hmm. another giveaway. Okay. What flavor ice cream? Yes. So I can space space, space cookies and cream. Yeah, sorry. Cookies and cream. It's an eight. She thinks it's okay. She goes, not bad. You know, I'm disappointed. There are, there are oh, this was anticlimactic, I'm, but it's okay. I'm sorry, Prim. <laughs> there are I am better... on a mission to get you good fucking ice cream. There's better this flavors out there. I the mean... scene fades. <laughs> Molly Bella. Where's she? Um. Oh, she's just having a great time, yeah. Um. Carter needs to talk to her before oh. the scene plays out. Okay. She seems rather intimately involved with, like, two guys. <laughs> she's having a guy. Do you approach? You walk in uh, her? I, approach <laughs> from, I approach from behind and try to, like, put my arm under her to, like... Uh-oh. Whoa. Oh, like, whoa. Like, whoa. Whoa. I have, behind, huh? Might I have a moment with you? Madam? Okay. All right. All right. Give me, uh, give me a Christmas check. Okay. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> now would be the time. Ooh. Another five. Damn. Uh, but charisma... What's the total, though? Is it above a ten? So what kind of charisma check are you looking for, though? Um, charisma or... Can I convince you that, like, I'm... That you're... Well, what is the initial thing? Because I'm doing this, but I'm like... I feel like I you're trying to be... You? Persuasive. Pleasant and charming, yes. Because I'll, I'll take persuasion. A seven sure. gives me a 12. You're good. Okay. <laughs> um, to uh, a private audience? Only for a moment, and then I will... Uh, Only gladly, a moment? Mm. Gladly return you back to your uh, two eager gentlemen back there. Are they gentlemen? They're gentlemen. <laughs> Very handsome, <laughs> Maladala, uh I, I do need. Is this business or pleasure? Business. Very pleasurable oh. business. <laughs> you bring business at this party that I've thrown for you. Business for later, if it if it suits Very well. you. I shall spare a moment. I have uh, I have a couple of private questions, and I uh, so I haven't been able to uh, to get you alone to uh, ask you with. Uh, as much discretion as possible from the other. Uh, very well, very well. Yes, she yes, follows you. you. She follows you. She follows okay. you. Well, that that's <clears throat> for for I I, I just want to. Can we set up a time later? I don't want to take you away from what you're doing. I just would like a, a private audience in the future. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Uh, she says, uh, "You may stop by tomorrow uh, afternoon. We may have lunch. Thank you. Okay. Uh, noon. Noon. I'll be there. Okay." Pleasure, and All I right. walk her back to her gentleman. Sorry, boys. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, when I hit a light, and from there we're moving away from the after party. Yes. And where the hell do the three of you wake up? Oh shit! <laughs> uh, 
in the ship. Okay. But like, fuck. What are the what are the what are the compo- like the compartments of the ship? Like, what is the ship made of? Is there like a docking bay? Is there like a cargo bay? You, you're, oh, so in this case, like, the Brunhilde is just straight up parked on wasteland. It's, it's just, just far. Fucking, yeah, it's outside the city. But you guys can like from where you guys are at the hotel. Yeah, uh, it's probably an hour's walk. Yeah, I want to like wake up like upside down in, in like a car in a compartment. Like you got like, it. Yeah, exactly. you're hanging out of a bed compartment <laughs> just, for sure. Knock the fuck out. What about you guys? Um, I think I would have tried to convince Korak and his buddies to go out to an after party. Like a party an after more. after party. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then I, I'm trying to figure out where we would have ended up. I don't know. Um, Some random spot. A Waffle House. Yeah. The uh, the training <laughs> room inside the Coliseum. <laughs> just I can see that. Just yeah. taking can, drinks back there yeah. and just like checking that. out. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I can That's see you fighting right, Korak. Korak. Yeah, or, uh, Sebastian, you wake up uh, hungover in the training room okay. uh, along That's with perfect. Korak, Glorblub, and Biter. That's perfect. Um, just hanging over the dumbbells. Carter goes... <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like he was gonna go lift him, and yeah, then just like yeah, nah. Just go away now. <laughs> um, Carter goes for a long walk, and he, did, okay. he doesn't go to sleep. So he doesn't go to sleep this night, and he sobers up at some point, like in the early hours of the morning, mm-hmm. and he goes to Waffle House. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. You're at the yeah. Waffle House. Yeah. So uh, real, about- real quick, I think the reason we went to the training room is we challenge each other mm-hmm. to lifting. <laughs> The to most. see who could lift the most, like and we it. all just pass out by the time we got Yeah, there. sounds yeah. good. Yeah, so, so I think that makes so sense. So, all yeah. of you. Hold on, important detail. Carter orders food and drink and does not eat it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I want it to be like a weird thing where Carter's like not expressive at all during mm-hmm. any of his walking or his like, oh, I'll have the chicken and waffles, please. <laughs> oh, and then it just shows up in chicken front of him and, and he pays and he gets up and like leaves. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And he just like, <clears throat> at the appropriate time in the morning, he just like walks onto the deck of the ship like nothing ever happened. Okay. Oh, so at this point, all of you simultaneously receive a message on your bracer jack um, from Victoria saying, mm-hmm. we need a t- we need to have a team meeting. Uh is everyone free tonight? Question mark. I'm in the ship already, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll have like the thing pops up like I'm typing, but it'll, like be like five minutes long, and uh-huh. I'll just reply with yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to figure out that. Okay. They're not showing up and <laughs> yeah. then erasing, and then showing yeah. up and then erasing. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'll be free, but bring wine. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, you also see. You also see Prim uh, replies in the group chat. Um, hey. Yes, as well. And um, Victoria says, "Let's meet uh, this evening at the briefing room." <clears throat> and so that happens. What do you guys do with the rest of your day? Uh, obviously, I got to tackle this meeting that Carter has thrusted upon me <laughs> with mm-hmm. Maladala. Little curveball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you guys, what do you guys just generally do with your day? And then I'm going to jump over to Carter. Probably just try to not be as hungover. As yeah. I, I think like, I am. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty much. I the think I try to re- rehydrate and yeah. probably walk the hangover off and try and just kind of check out the the See? town. Really, yeah, okay. walk around yeah. and check Sounds stuff good. out. Let me know if there's anything specific you want to do, Carter. Definitely. So, Let's... like when I built my character, yeah. it had I took the sage background and it uh-huh. has a feature that says if I like put my mind to it, pretty much, uh-huh. I'll know what resources are available to me to find information. Okay. So okay. I'm trying to play into that a little bit. Okay. Well, can you tell me like what a, you're trying to find out? We'll I'm trying to find out more about like <clears throat> I have not been upfront with um, Sebastian or Percy about like my hunt for like illithid stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to know like what the details are on what I was able to find on my own as Carter. 
So I don't really have access okay. to that information, but I know I have mm-hmm. access to like the the this world's equivalent of the internet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is like a huge net broad network, obviously. So Carter's used computer skill might come into play there with like getting into like the the dark web or <laughs> what have you. Well, okay, so the Illithid Empire is um the oldest standing nation in the galaxy it even predates the eternal empire mm-hmm. um and it was the eternal empire's main rival as the eternal empire uh began its kind of rise to power mm-hmm. and for the longest time they were kind of in this gridlock kind of like who controls the most of the galaxy right <laughs> there was eventually a war and the elven empire is responsible for beating back a huge amount of illicit territory okay about ninety thousand years ago it wasn't quite the what we would call the eternal empire now but it was like the elven united front if you will okay <clears throat> um it wasn't until twenty thousand years after that the eternal empire was founded with the current emperor who still lives solastarin so he's seventy thousand years old elves do not die they are oh that's right completely immortal in this world they <laughs> these elves are not like your elves they are taller they are stronger um they're better at magic they're smarter they Assholes. live forever they bleed green blood um, he sucked up more coral on. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, back to Illithids. So the Illithids have kind of, their empire has just shrunk to maybe a quarter of what the original size was. And they terrorized a lot of people. So people were really grateful for the elves for doing that. But then the elves started terrorizing people themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the Illithids are mostly known for like rogue attacks on border nations, for supplies and stuff that like that. But for the most part, they keep to themselves and venturing into elephant space is extremely dangerous because a lot of people don't come back from that okay um, and do i have like a general their technology like, doesn't is not compatible with anyone else's technology and what they're probably most notedly famous for is their ability to create and use a black metal called umbrium that no one else has ever been able to do anything with Ooh. even when they get their hands on it is the elephant <clears throat> section of space something i'm like vaguely aware of like where yeah like you're kind of vaguely lies. away from like their various territories around okay. the galaxy yeah okay so it's it's not like a they're like islands not like a big block there are a few islands there's probably like maybe half a dozen islands some big some small but, but then a big there's block. a general little quadrant that they kind of exist in that's probably typically true of most like strong Ex- powers exactly okay so I think Carter was like able to enjoy himself so much at the tournament because he comes to like a standstill where he can no longer get any data for himself, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and now he's using these other resources. Okay, so that's <clears throat> the full scope of why I'm trying to like plug for this. Pri- this is Carter's like private mission, and he wants to plug for this information, like on his okay. own. Okay, sounds so good. Just to preface the, <clears throat> the meeting here. Okay, so I take it you go to uh, Chateau Malidala. Yes. All right. At you the meet- appointed <laughs> noon. You meet Stiggs at the door. Stiggs says that the madam has been expecting you. Um, he invites you back. Into, we did the secret handshake. Yeah, sure. No, he doesn't do that. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Stiggs takes you back to the original audience hall where you met her. And rather than her sitting on a throne, she's actually sitting at a table. And she's got wine and other food laid out. And she goes, welcome. I'm still in my... I'm, I'm ne- glad you came. I ne- I, I'm seriously, since I put this costume on while I'm on this planet, I'm not taking it off. <laughs> so I, I tip my top hat. Yeah. And... Uh, I say, uh, Madame, you're looking lovely as always. Well, thank you, Monsieur Carter. You are also looking very handsome today. I appreciate that. Please have a seat. Let us talk to this business. Sure, and I take the seat. Like uh, She's at like the end of the table. I take the one like adjacent to her. Mm -hmm. So she pulls out a tablet and she goes, So what questions do you have for Molly Dollar to answer today? Uh, Now, I I know we did set you on task with uh, other pieces of information. Um, 
So I, I'm not sure where the gray area begins and ends, but I'm most interested in uh, the empire of the Illithids. You see, I've done as much research as I possibly can myself, and uh, I seem to be at a standstill as far as their hierarchies, their social structures, their... There's many things that maybe I could be filled in on. Is that information that you're privy to? Um, She says, well, one of the reasons that you have not been able to find this information is because infiltration into the the illicit society is impossible. Yeah, I'm not good at firewalls. I thought that was just me, but they're very difficult. They are uh, psionic, uh, psychic. They can read minds. They can recognize one trying to exist amongst them that isn't one of them i'm afraid i have very little pull when it comes to uh acquisition of illithid information uh no one really knows their hierarchy or how their society runs uh what about history i have trouble finding uh too much that dates back beyond I could look into historical military conflicts with various other nations. I think that would be worth my time, definitely. Okay. She writes it down. Any, anything else? Um, so, like, names, right? Weird. Can't find anything. Names. Specifics. Uh, or can, is that available information? Like, uh, the, their leadership, their... Um, yeah, leadership, like, you can't find anywhere. Yeah. So like, you don't know their hierarchy. You don't know how their society works. You don't know how many there theoretically are. Hmm. They are a big enigma. Pretty much like anything that you can give me or any leads that I can follow on. Leads to what? That would help me maybe somebody that I could persuade myself that you might know adjacent, a friend of a friend perhaps that knows a little bit more about the situation than I could go uh, speak with. She says. This is out of your... Your uh, I, just I, need, I need something. I, I can, need anything. I can see what I can do. Uh, this is uh, less of a dangerous request than your last one, but a very difficult one in its own way. Um, I figured it might be. How about we hold price discussion until I see what I come back with? I think that would be fair. Very well. Lunch? Uh, <laughs> I would love some. Okay, so she'll have lunch with you if you're willing to just kind of like... Drop it's, the business talk. Yeah, it's fish, right? Yeah, there's totally fish. I yeah, love absolutely, fish. Absolutely fish. Absolutely yeah, love fish. <laughs> okay. So Molly Dalla and Carter have dinner or lunch, excuse me. Mm-hmm. That goes, we'll just say well. Um, and we'll, we'll come to a time where everyone's expecting to be back at the briefing room. For sure. All right. So is ever, yeah. anyone want to do anything between there? Go to Space McDonald's, get like a <laughs> Go large to Space fry. Get the, get the, the <laughs> goblin. <laughs> you get the bugbear size. Yeah, yeah I need. So yeah, because I'm real hungover. I need a large fry. A large sprite and just like a gallon of water, and I'm just carrying that around with yeah, me. There you <laughs> go. Just like, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that happens. Carter goes on a walk, expressionless, and he winds up at the Waffle House, and he orders the same thing he ordered last <laughs> night, and he doesn't eat it, and he gets up and leaves, and meets at the ship. Jesus okay, Christ. so you guys meet at the briefing room. Victoria and Pam are there. They're having coffee and waiting for you guys. Um, wine is available, but they don't seem to be drinking it. I need coffee bad. Give me She's some coffee. coffee. I literally coffee. just have bugbear, like, four larges in this head, and I just cradle, like, water, and I'm just like, get that wine away from me. That's hilarious. You monsters. Carter, um, you have the wine? You asked for it. Uh, I sit down, and I order the chicken and waffles, and then I realize where I am, and I'm like, no, yes, wine. I'll have some wine, please. She gives you a strange look, but she'll pour you some wine. 
And she sits down. All of you guys are sitting down at the table. And you can tell Victoria has something to say. You can tell she she's not comfortable with the conversation she's about to have. But she she's obviously, she's got something on her mind. I, well. <laughs> What's up, Vicky? Okay. How is it? I'm going to see it. I'm going to level with you guys. You better. <laughs> Since the orders of the universe have landed me with you guys, um, yeah. what, five months ago now? <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's been a pretty wild ride. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also been a savings-destroying one as well. Um, between the regular repairs and maintenance of the ship, between food and supplies, I'm down to my last 30K. If you guys had lost the tournament, I would be breaking the news that uh, we all have to get jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, I want to propose a budget. So, here's my budget. Here's what I propose. For 40K, I can make sure that everyone on this ship is fed, clothed, and supplied, along with regular maintenance, uh, ability to stop off at stations, replenish our aether cores, etc. for an entire year. I can put in 10K out of my own 30 If you guys, I'm not sure how you guys are splitting your money, but if you split it evenly, then if you each put in the other 10K, you would all have 23K each still on your own. Is this a budget that you guys are willing to work with? I'm going to. Because as far as I can tell, we're going to be traveling all over the galaxy. Yeah, of course. Fair to me. Ugh, I hate this money business. I was a noble, treated as such anyway, for a king, a powerful king. And I'm like opening my cash app and I'm like sending her the money. Oh my God. Okay. All right, all right. So she I said, used to live a life of lavish luxury. <laughs> you still do, motherfucker? <laughs> Look at you. So she sets up a separate budget account separate from her personal account. Um, I used that to live holds in the damn forest. 40 <laughs> That holds 40,000 credits. Um, you guys can go ahead and write 23K on yes. each of your things. You guys all have 23K credits. We'll say you guys went to the bank already. So you guys are you guys have money. Cash start. Victoria just looks fucking relieved. She's like, ugh, I hate talking about money. Yeah, me too. Uh, so I had spent some arbitrary amount of money in a previous episode. It was like 10 or 15 something. Does anybody remember that and what I bought? Was it ice cream? Did I pay for the ice cream? I think you might yeah. have paid for the ice cream. Let's call that 15 for now. And then how much were my chicken and waffles? I got two orders. Uh, 10, 10 credits each. Okay. So that'll put me at uh, 35. So then, yeah. 20, how much am I adding? 20K? 23K. 23. <clears throat> and then 737 <laughs> credits. Yay. We're keeping track of money, damn it. I'm trying to do it indeed, right. Indeed. The first game ever. So. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Victoria says, uh, kind of at the last thing of this meeting, um, I spoke with Maladala yesterday, and she says that she should have all of our um, inquired about information uh, within a week. So we got to sit tight for a week. Okay. Hey, real quick. Sorry for the offshoot, but was it uh-huh. clear uh-huh. in uh, my scene with Maladala that that was supposed to be kept secret? Like that was a private meeting with pure discretion. I think not it's to implied. It. Yeah, okay. I think it's implied because you were very specific about wanting it to be private. Okay, so. good. As yeah. long as that's like in the canon. And Molly Dalla is a naturally, uh, despite her ostentatious appearance, when it comes to this business, she's incredibly discreet. Trading mm-hmm. favors. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys want to do over the course of this week, if anything? I'm gonna lay low. You're gonna lay low after the no conversation. One's spending, no one's spending any money after the the conversation with Prim. Sebastian's worried. Mm. He's just he wants to lay low in the ship. Wise. That's Stay true. away from the public. Wisdom. Guy. That is very true. Um, 
I can't think of anything to buy with our money, so I feel like laying low is the right call. Okay. Carter? You can go buy some dirt. <laughs> I just go outside and get that. Hippie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a good conversation we can have. Oh, you say that you. out loud, and that's what Carter says to you as he like walks <laughs> out the ship to the Waffle House. Hippie. Every night. I go to the Waffle House and every night and do oh, the exact shit. same thing every single night. Where does Carter go? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I take a walk. Like, I go to where wherever the party ended. Mm-hmm. I walk mm-hmm. there, and then I walk the loop to the Waffle House. Mm-hmm. And then I sit mm-hmm. and order the chicken and waffles, and I pay for it, and I leave. I guess okay. you person, when uh, I turn into the chicken lizard and just, like, trailing Carter to find I out what's going on, <laughs> what is Carter doing? I, I feel like when... Um, as you're doing this, uh, especially at night, and you're, like, walking the streets, every once in a while you see... The from the periphery of your vision, you see the silhouette of the Nyarlathotep from your original vision. Mm-hmm. Remember, he's just like that black silhouette with glowing white eyes. Yes, but every time you look, he's gone. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and Carter Carter's mind is in that frame right, right. now. He's yeah. trying to. I don't know what he's trying to do, but like this is like kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's spacing out a little bit. I, I like it. He, this he's, is cool. In his way, he's thinking, but it's like almost like meditation, but it's not. It's like that kind of otherworldly thing. Yeah, I, I feel you. I like okay. that. That's cool. Interesting. All right. Well, we're well, going to fast forward it's okay. to, unless you got something to say. I just was wondering about the staff at the Waffle House. Yeah, they're <laughs> definitely like. Sketched out, right? Just they shrugging. Here's a question. Are you tipping? Uh, no. Yeah, they're not happy. <laughs> <laughs> they they give you dirty looks, but I feel like in this state of mind, you're not even noticing that. No, absolutely not. Yeah, no. they're definitely like, you're getting worse and worse service each time. It's taking longer and longer for the food to come out, and the food's coming out in like a worse state each time, but I feel like you you don't care. Yeah, I'm not eating it. Yeah, exactly. I'm just ordering the, ch- the chicken and waffles. So yeah, that, that, that happens. So okay. let's fast forward. Um, a week's going to go by, and you guys are on board the ship with uh, Victoria Prim and Watt. And you guys are in the briefing room again, and Watt has pulled up a hologram over the center console, and he's uh, like in the middle of like giving you guys um, just a briefing on what him and Prim have been working on, because Prim and him and her have been uh, Prim and him have been working on like blood tests and stuff to try mm-hmm. and like just try and figure out what's going on with her. <clears throat> I think I started off like helping them with that, and then you I got did. caught up with and the then you got caught up, and then you became tuxedo mask. <laughs> oh yeah, and now I'm at the Waffle House a lot. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So there is a hologram over the center console of what looks to be like this enormous DNA strand. <clears throat> so Prim and I have been running some biopsies to try and learn something about the genetic makeup of, of Prim here. What we found has been uh, curious, to say the least. Um, this here is a typical structure of nucleic acids we see in any given humanoid. But believe it or not, the genetic differences between species is not as vast as one might think. I know um, all about that. Because <laughs> I'm the science person. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> this, on the other hand, and he like presses some buttons and changes the holographic projection, is the genetic code of our friend Primina. So the double helix that was there transforms into a molecular sequence uh, double the size of the previous one. Ooh. And rather than being a double helix, it's a complex, intertwining, overlapping set of strands making up essentially 16 helixes. She has more than eight times the average genetic information of any known humanoid within my records. Um, What's more, though, and he presses another button, and the helix begins to rotate slowly, so, like, it's, it's like, moving in real time. And suddenly, the entire structure begins to, like, violently vibrate. It's inherently unstable. 
and then two of the helixes actually just completely break off and like disperse and shatter. He goes, in fact, here is where the genome should begin a cascading failure, but watch what happens next. Suddenly, alongside the outside of the DNA strand, over a dozen spherical shapes float up and align themselves with the breaking molecule. Um, then suddenly electrical pulses shoot out of these orbs and uh, at the genetic coding. This somehow ends up snapping the helixes back to stability and the orbs float away. Hmm. These are nanobots on a level of complexity I have never even heard of. This destabilizing, restabilizing event is occurring over a dozen times a second in every single cell in her body. This is, I feel like a child trying to understand how the universe has been made. This is beyond me. Hmm. Still, I'm not giving up. I, and as he's speaking, uh, Watt actually gets up interrupted by Artex, who's also in the room. And Artex says, approaching front door, small humanoid. And then, it's like, like the ring app? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the ring app. And like, a hologram comes out of Artax's eyes, and you guys see a small child holding a package at the door of the Brunhilde, and he's knocking. The hell? Is anybody expecting a child today? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll get it. Carter gets up. Carter, I, I've been waiting for my chance to say this, but Carter is in a, uh, in like a lab coat. Like okay, he was yeah, getting sure. ready to like help present, uh-huh, and then uh-huh. he realized sure, that like, yeah. we'll like, that. oh, I forgot that I don't do this anymore. I forgot <laughs> to do this. This isn't who I am anymore. And like I had this costume, like oh, we're doing it, and like I got it on. So I've been buying costumes. So we'll, we'll okay, cool. That. Yeah, you uh, you now have a doctor's uniform. But I go to the door and I'm dressed up like a doctor. Okay, Victoria's gonna go with you. Oh. <laughs> um, and uh, as my friend, uh, do you guys go with her? Does yeah. everyone go with? We'll yeah, say everyone goes sure. with. Yeah, sure. So everyone goes with because everyone's like, "Why is there a kid here?" It's always very cramped. Um, <laughs> door away. opens and the kid looks whoa, like a bunch of people, and he says, uh, "Delivery for Vicky and her boys." <laughs> I'm the boys. <laughs> give me, give me. <laughs> he has the package over to you. Victoria rolls her eyes and he she attempts to grab the package from you. Oh come uh, on! The kids, oh, the kids scamp- just let, let her idly take it. Okay, she <laughs> takes the package. Uh, the kid scampers off. And uh, the the package is roughly the size of a large book, and it's got a note on the front. And Vicky, uh, Vicky, Victoria reads it, <laughs> and she rolls her eyes even more, and she like hands you guys the note. Do you guys read it? Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't even ask for a half penny. <laughs> <laughs> I would have given him a full penny. Yes. Dear V, here is the information I could acquire per your request during my inquisitions. Into your mm-hmm. topics of subject, I have been made aware of certain pertinent information that would have been wonderful to know beforehand. As such, I will be taking a long vacation and will be indisposed for quite some time. Mm. I highly suggest you do the same. Oh, no. Love <laughs> always, Molly. And Victoria is like, we need to go. She knows fugitives. If Molly's leaving town, yeah. that means trouble's not far down. behind. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting out of here. Yeah. What? Let's get the ship started. So they're doing that. You guys are left with the package. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys open it up and all that? Yep, sure. Okay, so you guys end up opening it up, and it's actually a physical paper dossier with like oh, a shit. boatload of information inside. Oh. Um, it's going to take some going through. Do you guys like take the time to start this now? Sure. Sure. Okay. I'd be yeah. super. You guys can go to the briefing room. Yeah. Prim, will, Prim will join you guys. Okay. So, so the ship is like starting up right now. Yeah, ship starting up. Okay. You guys start like laying out the papers. You guys take off. Um, I would right. say by the time you guys are like 15 minutes in, the ship's already in space, and Vi- Victoria and Water trying to figure out just a jump just to get away. Mm-hmm. Go it ahead. Is, it is then where I'm like, I left 
I left my costume at the dry cleaners. <laughs> I left my oh, no. I left my Carter Struttenbergs at the dry cleaner. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> it was just a tuxedo. Future. <laughs> That's ridiculous. We can get you another one. I so have you, another one. You, you can borrow, you can borrow <laughs> some of my clothes. That was my second one. How do you think I was keeping those clean? You, you There's one in my, my closet clothes? right now. No, I, ha- I just said I have one. I have hey, one in the closet. You I just, need a backup. I left you know, my other hey. one down there. I literally, oh, I literally thought you were just wearing the same uniform just over and over again. I was like, damn, this guy. That's disgusting. Exactly. That's what I was so saying. I cleaned in between and I had this coat. Wow. Is that that's, where you went all the time? What, is the just note, go, what does the note say? Go to the 24-hour <laughs> dry cleaner and just start rotating your I've got to stay fresh. So I take it you guys spend the next couple hours going through the information. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys just a couple, like, synopsises of what you guys kind of, like, garner from, like, this <laughs> massive info. <laughs> so get ready for the info dump. I'm going to – you guys can keep these uh, little oh, cool. things I wrote out uh, cool, for cool. your notes or whatever. Perfect. Let's start with Zahn, because that was the first person you asked about. So, information on Dr. Zahn that you guys managed to get from this. Dr. Archimedes Zahn, race gnome, age 350 with a little asterisk because he's known to be missing and presumed to be deceased. Born in the Cyber Federation world of Volcana to to a rock cast family of steel miners, Zahn showed an inordinate amount of intellect at a young age and was offered sponsorship to a specialized science academy. There he excelled to such a degree that he graduated top of his class at a younger age than most others are accepted. This academic performance allowed Zahn a free admission to the Principal Lyceum of Science and Analytics, the most prestigious university in Cyber Federation territory. He ended up majoring in genetics, cybernetics, archaeology, and astronomy, receiving doctorates in each. Considered to be a generational genius, he began a professorship at the Principal Lyceum at age 35, extremely young for his species, I would say 19 or 20 in human years. Mm. Um, despite making such uh, an impact initially, such a large like splash in the academic community, Zahn ends up falling into obscurity after about a decade without publishing any works of note. Um, five years after this decade, he ends up, he does... He is noted to have published one paper, and it's a paper. It's the only paper he ended up publishing in his entire career on his theory of genetic apotheosis, uh, which was ended up being met with a high degree of criticism and ridicule by his peers. Um, five years after this publishing of his theory, Zahn ends up being arrested after discovery of unethical exper- experimentation being done upon Lyceum students in his secret laboratory on university grounds. Zahn was charged with 20 counts of abduction, torture, and inhumane genetic mu- manipulation and sentenced to life in prison. Despite this, though, Zahn ends up being extracted by elven forces and brought to the Imperial Palanium, which is like the elven like ultimate academy. Ooh. Not long after his imprisonment, in order to discuss his theories with the Elven Magi there. Here, Zahn uh, ends up being invited into a government think tank for 15 years. No records can be found on the think tank, but Zahn appears to have been siphoned into a classified scientific military operation codenamed Project Bloodline. Oh my. Here, he disappears for another 30 years with no records of his existence. After this, though, reliable reports of a gnome matching Zahn's description appears in the Cyber Federation frontier colony of Zovra. This presumed Zahn individual then puts out um, an expedition notice, a hiring notice for an expedition, venturing out to a planet called Namulith for an archaeological excavation. One odd fact about this job posting 
that sticks out is that Zahn was incredibly specific about the species of the people he was hiring. He specifically was looking for a single tiefling, a single genasi, and a single dragonborn. Zahn ends up leaving Zorva, presumably for the planet of Namalith at this point, and then he disappears again. No one sees him. Um, the last information that w- could be found pertaining to Zahn was some military recordings about 50 years after this incident uh, between two elven war vessels reporting him to be missing in action. Oh. Hmm. I'll give this to you guys. Thanks. I'm going to need to copy that later. Yeah, I have I took some bolded okay and underlined all the key terms that are going to be important information you guys should probably know. Nice. Hell yeah. I now have a write-up on Denethar, son of Anadur. Yeah, which yeah. I know is a big one. Okay. Fuck that guy. Denethar, son of Anadur. Uh, race Elven, age 1,534 years. Imperial Marshal in the Armada of the Holy Eternal Empire, recently promoted from Imperial Magister, Denethar is a young officer graduated from the Imperial, Imperial Military Academy at the top of his class. Son of the notable Justice Saint of the Shi'ar Knights, Anadur, son of Jandar. Now, when you guys find this out, I would say by the Watt's going to end up coming back, and so is Victoria. And when they hear and read just the Saint of the Shear Knights, both of them look fucking horrified. Mm. And they reveal to you that the Justice Saints are essentially like high generals that are in charge of the elite private army that answers only to the Emperor himself, and they are outside the jurisdiction oh, and hierarchy of the normal military. Mm. They are considered faultless. They are considered... Their word is law. They could go out into the street and kill a pregnant woman, and no one would do anything about it because they are divine. Ooh, yuck. Justice saints. And would they do that? Well, no, I'm just saying that is something they could do without question because they are unquestionable. That's an important... Interesting uh, thing to note. Okay. So, uh, yeah, they're not just out there killing. (laughs) Okay, cool. I'm just saying they they could do the most horrible atrocity and no one is allowed to question them. Right. Okay. So... Uh, the career path of Denethar has been unorthodox. Most graduates of the military academy, even top graduates like Denethar, must serve at least one century minimum as a junior lieutenant aboard an active warship. Denethar, what, though, was immediately picked up by a military intelligence agency and given commandership of a vessel and disappeared behind classified mission after classified mission. No reputable documentation could be found, but most information pointed towards top-secret negotiations and intelligence gathering with illicit forces. Mm. Recently, he has been reported to be assigned uh, to the pursuit of terrorists against the Eternal Empire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fancy that. And we sure are, though. <laughs> <laughs> so during uh, Molodala's team's like, search into your information, they saw a connection between the two individuals mm-hmm. of Denethar and Dr. Zahn. Uh, a connection has been made between Denethar's career and his father. Anadur, son of Jandar, was one of the six justice saints in charge of the Emperor's elite military force. The Shi'ar Knights, before reportedly being killed in, an act- in action aboard his S-class dreadnought, the Sahandrian. The Sahandrian ventured deep into Illithid territory in pursuit of a top-secret asset of the Eternal Empire, codenamed the Egris Article and one Dr. Archimedes Zahn. Mm. The last transition made by, transmission made by the Sahandrian was a report that the secret assets and Dr. Zahn were missing in action. The Sahandrian was then ambushed by, illithid, by an illithid war fleet and felled. The Eternal Empire managed to keep the news of the death of Justice St. Anador secret before falsifying a death report claiming that the Sahandrian had actually felled while protecting an ally system from illithid attacks. 
So they were very specific in not wanting people to know any of the stuff existed where the Sandrian fell. Going through the coordinate reports, the Sandrian was shot down near the Manzacorian system within the territory of the Illithan Empire. Mm. That can also Lord. go with you guys. Mm. Lastly, you guys asked about orcs. And again, the information was incredibly sparse. Essentially, the only evidence of orcs that could be found was the evidence of the Elven Empire performing a systematic and complete destruction or acquisition of evidence of this ancient culture. Any acquisitions would likely be held in the vaults of the Imperial Palladium. And that well, shit. is all I got. <laughs> it's wow. like a... Because uh, Elven belief is that, like... You know, orcs are bad, right? Like all that stuff. Uh, I mean, in in, in our time, in your guys' time, yes. And this is like, uh, they're they just exhibit like all these blown up traits of mm-hmm. elves. Like they're really embracing like and pushing toward ending their own personal like racial conflicts, right? Or what have you, and like really embodying like whatever it means to be an elf is like just ugh, very magnified. <laughs> magnified yeah, 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 super elves. Super space elves. So shit. Okay. So what is uh what do Vicky and Watt think of uh of this info? Are we like? I mean, I feel like everyone at this moment is just kind of taking it in and trying yeah. to connect the dots, mm. and that is all the information you guys are going to receive in order to decide what your next move is going to be. And that is where we're ending today's session. Ah, I saga. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys like what we do here, if you like this show, uh, if you like this channel, please leave a like and subscribe. And please yeah. tell a friend. Uh, please. Share the show. We, we really want people to see this show. So if you want to help us in any way, that's the number one way. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye-bye. That good, oh, good lord. Rob. I hate this guy even more now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I already hated him, but now it's like, it's it just made him sound bitch, like man. more of an asshole. Because <laughs> even his family is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Family is of assholes. assholes. <laughs> Elf ass. Yeah. Hate it. That's it.